Estás escuchando el podcast con más huevos. Más huevos que los demás. And we're live, and we're live, and we're live. Check, check, check. Se oye, se oye. Sí, bueno, bueno, bueno. Transmitiendo en vivo por el Facebook. Bienvenidos al programa de Chingo Bling. Chingo Bling, the guy whose name is bleeped out on iTunes. And everywhere, pretty much. So, welcome to episode number... I don't know what number it is, man. We try and get our shit together. We gotta peep what number we're on. But uh, today's episode is brought to you by the CancunLife.com. You can get these uh, nice little trucker hats. You know, if you want to be fashionable and in style, you can get you some chanclas. You can get you these um, El Metal Chingon coffee mugs and stuff like that. Also, don't forget, we're we about to revamp some shit, man. The podcast page... We're about to have our own website just yeah. for the podcast. That's going to be exciting. We're going to, I don't know what domain we're going to go with, but you'll be able to sign up to our mailing list. Yep. You'll be able to look at all the video episodes. episodes. Yeah. If you like audio, they'll be on there. Links to other shit we have going on. I, I feel legit. You, as you can see, the neon. Well, shout out and, to my Chingo Bling neon. And in the back. shout out to the, um, our, you know, It'd be kind of cool if we uh, showed um, uh, pre. The suspense is killing the me. The pre uh, podcast room and then post. Oh, like a before and after? Like a, yeah, a before and after. Yeah, this That'd is where we're cool. at with it now. So the, every time, it's always like the framers are coming tomorrow. You know, it was, it was raining or some shit. They got behind. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. But uh, welcome to the show, man. It's the What Did He Said podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for subscribing. I am your host, Chingo Blingo with the Big Tamarindo. And uh, of course, today I have my lovely co-host. I'm your host every time. but we'll That's because we ain't, we ain't had time to line up guests. <laughs> so you're just like, you oh, kind of like the... fucked up. Yeah, you, you know, you could be the Damn. little sidekick. You know, by default. I'm going to let you do this podcast by yourself from now on. It's going to suck. see what you're going to do. It's going to suck if we okay. do that. Okay, well, so. I think you should take that back. Okay, my lovely permanent sidekick. <laughs> it's yeah, not better. a special episode yeah, of exactly. uh, like Hanging with the Blings. It's the What Did He Said podcast. Also, man, we have Rob, our podcast producer, in the building. Hey, everybody. How's it going? See, y'all can hear him now. Yes. So what do we what we, what we got today, man? Um, I did open mic last night. You did? How was Halloween, though? That's where we left off last time. The rain, the storm. Halloween kind of, I mean, it was all right. We used to, oh, y'all, but I did feel bad because people actually came in that little window where it didn't rain. Here? I guess parents came out nice. and like started taking their kids trick-or-treating. I had zero candy because I thought no one was coming. On top of that, here's what else happened. I was actually on the way to go get stuff to make uh, snacks with Mickey. And then it's like trick-or-treat i'm like oh i said please come back i'm gonna go get candy i was like i don't have anything right now they look sad they look they were like mm-hmm. were y'all expecting to have kids here no no well it's no. our first year living here oh um yeah. last year we didn't get any at the at our old spot so yeah. um yeah so it was good we still dressed up i uh, dressed up the baby yeah uh, uh, you and you and mickey made a. Um, uh, uh, Rice Krispie treats, pumpkin in the shape of pumpkins. Yeah, it was with really the tootsie cute. roll as the stem. Yeah, it was pretty. Creative. The little stem was a tootsie roll, man. Yeah. It's a lot of crafty shit. And uh, my daughter, I'm proud of her. I need to post. Uh, she she sells slime at school, and she made a little price sheet with add-ons, like a, like it's a yogurt shop. You know what I'm saying? She has a digital scale in her backpack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like 
she she got recipes and, and the menu it, it's ridiculous i'm gonna post it on my instagram at real chingo bling she's really hustling slime like she, she you oh and a good I, point though so, so how it all started us at one point we wanted to open up a bow boutique right and it was kind of like okay we can do this like online I, store online for store because she loves bows right and so i'm like all right mickey let's do it it'll be your store i said you know i kind of wanted we want to teach her, you know, what it's like about, you know, how to work a business, inventory, inventory and distribution, and and marketing. And so I told her, I said, have you made your money back? I'm Break gonna, even yeah. point, profit. <laughs> I'm, we're your investors. So I'm going to loan you the money to buy your supplies. And then you've got to pay your investors back. And then everything after that is your money to keep. So she was like, okay, well, that'll work. That's fair. Right. And so then we kind of like just... Never went with it. It was kind of like, well, Jojo Seawall has this whole. It's a little gross on Nickelodeon. Yeah. this Basically, whole... the bowl market is saturated. Yeah. So we decided not. And then then she said with the slime. And so I just told her one day she was making it. And I said, well, why don't you sell slime, Mick, since you like making it so much? And she's like, mm, yeah, kids are not going to buy it. They can just go buy it at the store. I'm like, no, but this will be slime that you made. So you can do add-ons. Let's add glitter. Let's add color. I said, it'll be your own shit you know so she's like okay so she kind of marinated on it it was funny i was sitting in the living room i thought she'd forgotten about it i thought the conversation was completely over she's like all right soul so do you think you can give me some glue <laughs> so she came it was I hilarious a and a half of glue i need a glue because i'm about to cook it was hilarious let your girl cook <laughs> she comes in the living room she goes all right soul so can you get me some glue uh, food coloring, uh, and then just started listing all the things that she needed. Then we went to Michael's too to buy like jars because now we were going to decorate the jars and make you it know, creative. Packaging, that's one of the four P's of marketing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We over here dropping science. It's true. So, so it was funny because we went and got her jar so she can sell her first ones, right? And so she's like, Will you help me make the prices? You know? Uh, and so we're sitting there making up prices, how much it would cost if it was this color, that color, what the jar is going to look like. And I had ribbon. I go and you know, go get on some my... of the kids get on a subscription, you know, yeah. pay per month, you know, get you get your new slime of the week. That's color. a great idea. Yeah, it was hilarious. You know, what's up with your app? How's yeah. your app looking? But what I was getting at is you made a good point yesterday when when I was, you know, it was so cute because she was showing me she got on the laptop and made her home, you know, list menu, of prices, her menu. And then at stuff. the bottom, it says. Uh, add it all up and tell me. Yeah. Like, she's not going to do the math part. Like, I'm already doing too much math, bro. Like, <laughs> I trust you, honor code. How, how much you owe me? Yeah, it's funny. So uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, it's so funny how we went from let's open up a bow business to a slime business, right? So now she's got her little slime. But she's got her like, little slime money. She's like, you've got to open something that you like to do, right? Because you've got to like what you do. And I think that was a very good point that you made because she's having a great time. Although... She's still not, um, we need to sit down with her and explain to her like, okay, this money that we spent on supplies, I need for you to go ahead and put it aside because that's what we need to use to buy supplies when yes. this runs out. So she out. thinks she made profit. She's like, yeah. I already made 24 bucks. Yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You forgetting about that gallon of glue yeah. uh, pimping. The gallon of glue alone is $24. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're not even broken even yet. Yeah, exactly. And how many baggies? You know, like Jay-Z said, you know, y'all over here counting my money. But I need more plates, more baggies. You know what I'm saying? This this off the uh, you know the debut. All my hip hop heads know how this sh this slime shit relates back to the Reasonable Doubt album. But you know, parents, if there's something that your kid, I'm just a a big pusher of you know if if your um, 
kid is into something, encourage them. You know, like she's totally into slime. And sometimes we have a slime mess and I got to just take a deep breath in and then just kind of like be like, um, okay, there's slime all over my house, but this is her little hustle. So I'm gonna go ahead and get over it. And, um, we're just not going to make a big deal out of it. So basically what I did is I got her this big like sheet, like something that you would cut, like it's a cutting board, basically what it is. And so it's huge. So now that's what she uses to make her slime on. And she walks around with this tray everywhere. It's hilarious. She'll so it doesn't get on the floor. So it doesn't get on the floor. Like so it doesn't get everywhere. So I had to come up with a creative way because I don't want to stop her from being creative, you know, and working on her craft. But I also didn't want to mess. So, you know, it was like, which, what do I do? But uh, we ordered recently this thing called Snow, this thing that our kids are doing. Check this out. I'm sure parents know. It's a jar of just snow. This shit sounded like water. drugs. <laughs> hey, 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 Dad, look. Um, You know, the slime game is a drought right now. You know, I, I want to pivot. I want to carry. You know, I want to also have some snow. Yeah. It kind of sounds like, yeah. Yeah. I, it was funny. So we ordered the snow for her. Like the and devil's it didn't dandruff. Work. Didn't even work. So she's like, yeah, I'm not oh, digging the snow. It's a mix snow. in. Yeah, it's a mix Yeah, so she's not digging the snow. So we're not selling slow, uh, snow slime. So um, that one's out of the question. But we are selling, uh, what was it? Um, butter slime? She's got she butter slime. She has names for all the It's shit. hilarious. Different recipes. Stuff that we bought back in the days, you know, it's now being made by kids, which is fine because it entertains the Well, like Nickelodeon used to sell GAC. You remember that? Nickelodeon GAC, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the kids, then they cut out the middleman. So Nickelodeon's out the, out the picture, you know. Yeah. So it's so awesome. What else, what else so. we got? How's Open Mic been going? So <clears throat> you're off the road now, and you know, I barely this is got like back. Your first week, basically, trying to, trying you know, to get back you know, with all thing. this jujitsu I've been doing, you know, what I'm saying with my between my fighter conditioning classes, there we go, guys. you know, between me being a, uh, you know, five star athlete, Rob, between me trying to juggle all these, you know, memorandums, and, <laughs> and you know, these are my uh, New Year's resolutions. You know, because I got to protect my family, Kimfo. Like, in case shit, his shit hits the fan, <laughs> we could we could stick it out. We could pop it out. That's why I can't. That's why I don't allow having the baby sleep with us. You know, we don't do cold sleep because, you know, they say it's dangerous. You might mess around and you're in a deep sleep and you might mess around and elbow the baby. <laughs> well, in my case, <laughs> well, in my case, I know jujitsu. So you fuck around. I mess around have a bad dream. But you know what? I got her in a little arm bar or something. You fuck around get a little triangle. I don't know what those are, but I've been hearing a lot about them in class. So open mic is something that I have to sometimes sacrifice one of my jujitsu classes so I can attend. Which last night you had. Yeah, so I went went to um, shout out to everybody that was out there, man. Uh, um, You know, all the comics, all the H-Town comics that were there. Dusty Rhodes was there. Scott. Uh, Bob, you know, a bunch of motherfuckers were up there, man. And uh, I was just peeping game and just kind of like watching and critiquing. And and, at some of these open mics, like, I almost feel like, damn, it'd be dope if we got the word out about some of these because we could probably get a bigger audience. But I kind of liked how it was, it forced me to perform in front of like six people, 10 at the most. Half of them comedians. How does that feel? <clears throat> I just try to make it as intimate as possible. And you had like elections going on downstairs, like people at the bar downstairs. But uh, it's like this little like loft area. It's upstairs at yeah. Boondocks on Westheimer. And, um, you know, I just want to get back in the groove. So the, the jokes that I did are jokes that I've already been kind of like doing on the road. Um, I'm not 
going to try to work in anything new, new, you know, Are you just, just yet. to perfect them? No, I'm just trying to, like, get get that confidence level. Like, okay, I'm on the mat. You know what I'm saying? Your boy rolling on the mat. Everything is cross-referenced to... Everything's jujitsu right now, Kenpo. Look here, Pimpin. So I just want to get that, that comfort level. And, uh, and you know, because we hit the road, you know, 2019, we're mm-hmm. going to come up with the tour name and the whole presentation. Hey, we should have a contest. Red oh, Mamba. my God. We should have a contest and have fans name our tour for next year. Come up with tour names? And uh-huh. And our giveaway will be... They'll get tickets to the show in Houston mm-hmm. and then or whatever city they're from. Or no? from a, oh, yeah. Or whatever city they're from. And whoever wins. Comes yeah. Up the best and 20. then they'll be first to have whatever merch we come out with for 2019 because we don't know what that's going to be like yet. Yeah. A tour merch. <clears throat> so 2019, you know, um, our first I don't want to uh, we're going to Florida. First city's back late January. So we're going to we're going to unveil the whole the tour and everything. But um, but right now it's just a matter of you know, working out some new material, new jokes. So when I go back to the some of the same cities, they're not like, nah, I missed the way yeah, nah. It's like, yeah, me la sabía, wey, nah, That's the thing about comedians. As a, as a music artist, they want to hear some of the old shit. Yeah. You know, and it's rare with comedy. Unless you're like, you know, I know Fluffy has some classics. Burt Kreischer has some stuff people request. But for the most part, you're just constantly filtering out. You know what I'm saying? So. Is that your goal? Do you want to make something to work? Like people request your characters when you're out on tour. Is that something that you want as well where you have classics or are you wanting just to like always having to crank out new? Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to have like, oh, there's that one story or there's that. One. Yeah, that'd be dope because that's less work, you know. So it's like, oh, yes, I know for sure. I got this 10 minute story at the end that motherfuckers mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. that went viral. But yeah, that's yeah. rare. You can't force that. You know, you can't be like, um like I, last night on the mic, I talked about um, the time I met Bethel O'Rourke and I embellished a couple of details, but the shit was funny. It had to do with him. <laughs> I don't give it up. Had to, had to do. I was like, well, you know, he's legalizing weed. That's why I wanted him to win. And, you know, when I met him, you know, goddamn boy, boy, I had that funk on him. And I was like, damn, Bethel, where you get that? At? Yeah. He's like, shit, you know, Willie Nelson got that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but anyway, um, but yeah, I like like there's a story uh, like the story when I met young Jeezy. And I just thought he was full of shit because he said he had two record deals. And I was like, dude, I've never heard of you. And you say you got a solo album deal with Def Jam and you're in a group under Bad Boy. And I've never heard of you. You're super full of shit. And like six months later, I'm bumping this mixtape that's like hot in the streets. And uh, I didn't put two and two together. Oh, that's the same fucking dude that had two record deals. But anyway, that's that's a whole nother story. But there's a whole bunch of stories that like the time that... uh. Me and Soul, it was like one of our first dates, and she got a flat tire, and I had to change the tire, and I'm not handy. That's a real good fucking, there's a lot of funny shit happened that day. That might be some of the material, like relationship material and stuff like that for next year. But but yeah, man, there's a lot of open mics in Houston, and uh, you know, in between jujitsu, I'm looking forward to, you know, sacrificing, not going to class, and... uh, I mean, did you do last night? Did you go to two different ones, or you just went to one? One. There was two, though. The second one... It's it's they say it's more like a show like a showcase, uh-huh. so you kind of have to already be on the lineup or. You know, it'd be kind of cool on. is if uh, do my you own. Had your own room. That'd be. I mean, cool. <clears throat> that would be cool, but we have to make sure that like we're able to commit and schedule. And uh, who knows? Maybe like Javi, midnight, like um, or even some of our California friends, like if they just happen to be in town, or or whatever, like you know Trejo or Jerry or uh, Sepulveda. Um, 
it's cool, but it's a lot. Of, it's a big commitment. So I almost feel like if there's a day where you don't feel like going. Well, you kind of did it last year, right? It's it, like every Tuesday. Yeah, though, it was no? every Tuesday. Um, Celosico Tuesday is what we called it. And it was cool. I mean, honestly, shout out to all the Texas, I mean, Texas all the Houston fans because, I mean, there was never not a day that it wasn't, it was a packed. Tuesday that it wasn't packed. People actually came out and I think it gave <clears throat> couples something to do. I know one girl came up to me and, um, and she was just like, you know, my husband and I had nothing to do. And then we remembered that you guys had mentioned this thing, this Telosico Tuesday, and we came with no idea what, they had no no idea what to expect. So I thought that was kind of cool well, to hear that feedback. Well, speaking of Tuesdays, um, at the Improv, Houston Improv, Bryson, Bryson Brown and Ali Sadiq, they have a spot um, on Tuesdays. Yeah. So that's an option too. So I would make sure that if I did do it, that I could really commit, you know what I'm saying? And okay, that, um, real quick though, talking about um, open mics. Uh-huh. Don't you think that the best people to like, like I hate to call it a black room, but you know it's black audience, like uh-huh. black. It's so hard to get them. Whoa, to laugh. whoa, 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 whoa! It's whoa. so hard to get them to laugh. They're the hardcore. opinions. You've got to be like funny. They, well, yeah, they, of course. They like playing on stage. Like, like for instance, um, like with my style, like with my style, like the room I did last night. <clears throat> it's like an alt type of room, in my opinion. Um, and I don't want to say that's like a white style because there's like black comedians that but are also it is, alt. And it's an actual thing. It is called an alt room. <clears throat> yeah, it's called alt, right? In my opinion, that particular room is kind of alt. Um, so what Saul is saying is what they sometimes call like an urban room or a black room. And it basically means like, hey, man, you got to bring it, bro. Like you can't be up there like it's fucking show and tell. Like you can't be up there like you're going to have. It depends on how rowdy the room is. Like, um the the audience on Tuesday nights for uh, Bryson and Ali is pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. It, it's usually about fifty percent or so black, and it's usually pretty diverse. But you know, I mean, they're paying attention, they're listening, they're giving you a chance. Yeah, but, they, but you gotta fucking bring it. Yeah, because the, the one time <clears throat> I went with you, it was like I saw some couples that were like this. Yeah, like some people are not gonna be impressed. Okay, and, I'm not, they're not cutting you no slack. So you're either gonna bring it, like you said, or you're not gonna bring it, and they're just not gonna laugh at your. They're not gonna give you petty laughs. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, encourage some bullshit. So I mean, if you want to find like the prime example of like uh, almost like an extreme example, it would be like the Apollo and Sandman. Yeah, yeah. Where they would uh, Kiki Shepherd and and uh, uh, Sandman would literally come out yeah. if your ass was whack. Like if you're up there scared and just not singing on on point or not bringing that energy or you're not funny or you're not whatever it is you do you're rapping if you're not engaging the crowd and bringing it they're gonna let you know so last night at this alt room Mm -hmm. obviously it's open mic some people are like really really just starting some people they haven't got that stage presence they haven't got their delivery their their voice their persona um material there's just all these different things and some motherfuckers they're like you could just tell, like, come on, bro. Are you really trying? Like, did you go o- like, did you go over this shit? Like, did you run it by anyone? Like, yeah, how, yeah. how is this funny? Did you really, really, really prepare? And then they're done. They're like, all right, give it up for uh, Timothy. And sure enough, people, Puerto 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 whatever name, Brian, Pedro. <laughs> and, and out of pity, I don't want to say pity, but like, you kind of feel obligated to. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, you don't want them to be like, oh, but then you see them walking off, getting these couple little pity laughs. I mean, pity claps. And now I'm thinking like, 
oh my God, you might be confusing this person. You just gave them the pat on the back. Like you just gave them some false feedback. You know what I'm saying? Like now you're encouraging the fact that, oh, I just kind of went up there and riffed and I was low energy, but they clapped at the end. So I'm going to do that again next week. So that shit ain't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Yeah, that shit's not going to cut it in certain front of paying audiences or if you if you have to go before or after like someone who did their homework and is is laughs per minute they're getting to the laugh quick they're engaging the audience you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you just have to uh you know i mean i'm i'm trying to fix your little your little you know comment <laughs> you know what well, no i'm just ethnicity saying. bringing up I'm ethnicity i'm not trying to I, i'm yeah but let's keep it real like even my even come on like even my style even my style like i make sure even if it is an all white audience or it's an alt room i still gotta bring me i can't water down who i am because now yeah no because now you wanting them to like you and that usually is a bad fucking approach so what i tried to do last night is um i tried to like still bring the energy make it engaging like pretending hey we're on we're all in the class right now so if you're the student who's next to go up and do show and tell, you better fucking entertain us. Like, make it fun. Because if not, we're falling asleep. We're going to get bored if everyone's just like, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, let's see what I want to talk about. Hmm, anything else? All right, guys, I'm just going to close with this last thing here. And, uh, yeah, and it's like, do you want to be here? Like, what's up with your energy, bro? Like, your whole body language is just fucking throwing us off. Okay. It's all communication. Listen, I am I sit in the back, you know. At the comedy show. At the comedy show. So I get to observe every time, and I get to see different styles and different comics, and I get to see all that. In, in their defense, right, it's a hard fucking job to be up there and make people laugh and come up with stuff, and maybe they think they're funny. You know, because maybe they had a friend that told them they were funny. They should try it out. You can't knock them for trying it. No, no, no. You know? And that's why and that's why some open mics are really open mic-ish. And sometimes, like, hey, Chingo, where are you going to be at? Uh, I'm going to be practicing at this open mic spot, but I'm not going to, like, co-sign it. Like, oh, my God, all the talent is amazing. Sure, yeah. It's an amazing show no, from no, start no, to course. finish. And you're going to get, you know, obviously they're free. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. If you're curious about... Stand up. This is how I was feeling last night. I was feeling like the thought crossed my mind of, man, maybe maybe there is room for another uh, open mic spot in the city, like where it can encourage maybe, hey, Latinos, if y'all, if you're some of y'all like really good with the pen and good public speaking and this is something you're curious about, like we need more. Like I was repping for the Brown last night. You know, I was like, I think like the only one, but. I felt like, man, we need more of a diverse perspectives. Yeah. And because if you look at obviously like the Southern California comedy scene, there's a shit ton of Hispanic comedians, obviously Southern California, but they're hustling. They, they're coming up in the ranks. They some might be big on Twitter. Some do a lot of skits on Instagram. Some, you know, have different shows. Some are hitting the open mics, but it's like a little community. Yeah. And here it's kind of like. Well, especially in Houston, it's, you know, a little small handful. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking like, man, there's probably some kids out there that have no idea that this is even a thing. They might in their mind be dreaming about doing this type of shit one day, but haven't really connected with like, OK, where do I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, so. you're getting out there, so that's a good thing. And you have, you're going to have new material or some yeah. new material for yeah, next new. year, which yeah, is important. Yeah, new. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like so. that Delos Eagle Tuesdays? Oh, my God. I was just telling Rob about that. Like, that was the first time my back was against the wall in terms of like, all right, man, your little starter kit of jokes. Like, some of the shit was, mm, it was all right. Some of the shit wasn't there yet. But it's out. You need to clean it out and you need to fucking start fresh because pretty much everything you had is now on Netflix yeah. at the time. And this is only like a two years in to comedy, right? So it's like, now you need some new shit. So we did the Telo Sequel Tuesdays, but my shit was in such, it's like even confidence level. I had to like start from scratch damn near. I was just up there like damn near reading the ideas to the crowd in a way. Mm-hmm. But like she said, they were supportive. I mean, it was like a $10 ticket. Like it wasn't like even a free and thing. Really, and, and really, uh, why we charged was because we were actually because chingo was bring, was practicing his material we were bringing other comics who were the going to be the headliners for the to night. hold it down hold and it actually down. have yeah. like they already have their sets so that's kind of what how we went about it which was great because people who you know we brought down they had never seen them and they gave them an opportunity to be it to be headliners which i love i love all the people we roll with which is why we roll with them you know so you know i i don't think that I'm not trying to be cocky, but I don't think any of the people we roll with are sucky. No, not at all. You know? so. and not at all. And you know what? <clears throat> one thing I was talking to one of the comments. They wouldn't roll with us, just so y'all know. Yeah, because we, we, our tours, man, we bringing that quality product. If you've been to one of the shows, man, leave a comment. See if you vouch for that and you co-sign that. Um, we'd love to hear the feedback. So I was telling one of the comedians last night that I appreciate the dudes we roll with because, number one, it keeps me on my toes. Like I'm having to follow these dudes. Yeah. I'm having to be like, God damn, dude, give it up one more time. Did sure. you just hear what this motherfucker said? Like, let's just acknowledge the fact first that yeah. we witnessed yeah. some shit, you know, before I go into my shit versus, you know, there's been some cities, you know, around the country, different States where it might be a little hit or miss where like somebody couldn't make it. And we're having a sub like last minute with somebody like either the club recommends or whatever. And that's very rare. But then you get yourself in a situation where like, oh, shit, the momentum of the show has changed. And now that puts a different type of pressure on me to where now I got to like, hey, all right. Hey, hey, we're back. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, so I ain't got on it. Like, pay attention. Like, I, I, I promise you what I'm about to say is worth it. Like, uh, you know, I know some of y'all coming back from the restroom or whatever. And that's rare. So with that being said, like, I, that's why we're so picky with um, the cast of this like traveling circus that we have. I had one guy get pissed off at me because I didn't want to add him on our lineup. He kept emailing. Uh, what city was this? Uh, Denver. And do we know him? No, we didn't know him, but he knew that Chingo was coming out. So he felt entitled. He, he felt like, let me be on there. I've been, I've toured. And I'm like, well, I don't even know who you are for starters. And number and we two, already have we already have our comics, you know? And so it was Chingo's birthday month at the time. Yeah. So it was kind of like, no, nah, bro, birthday. I can't. You know what I'm saying? It's like. We had, in Denver, we had Jesus Trejo and Jerry Garcia. Which are both heavy hitters. <sighs> so remember the names, man. I mean, you can go on HBO right now. You can go on, you know. Uh, I asked Trejo if he's going to Sundance Film Festival with his uh, documentary that he's in. And is he? Uh, I got to check my phone. Yeah, was, you know, that would be great. I was busy getting ready for my podcast. You know? <laughs> and tonight I got fighter conditioning. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, first, yeah. my first question out the gate when I went to that gym, I was like, hey, man, um, uh, when when do I get the ears? When do the ears come in? You know, Ew, little, that's what I said. Know. I was like, are you crazy? Have you ever seen those get popped? Yeah. Pop? You seen them get popped? Yeah. It's, 
who who does that? They go and they say, hey man, take yeah. the blood out of my ears. There's YouTube videos that where they've shown. Like, so how does it happen? We're talking about cauliflower ear. Sorry, we're jumping around. How that that shit happen? Does it sound weird in your ear now? The microphone. Like, oh, I thought no. you meant my cauliflower. <laughs> my cauliflower coming no, in. No, man. It's basically calcification. So if you don't take the blood out, it'll just calcify and become hard, and then you can't really do anything with it unless you surgically remove it. Yeah. Calcification. Yeah. So how's that happen? Like it's just really it's just from a lot of uh, pressure, just rubbing on it. People having your headlocks and shit all day. Yeah, like and then especially on the gi, like you're rubbing a lot on the gi. It's just a lot of pressure, a lot of friction causes to inflame and swell. Well, let me know. So how can I speed up that process? Is it mainly because of the geese? You don't want ratatouilles, you know, or, you know, rigatonis in your ear. Like little ravioli. That's what, I, that's what I was looking yeah. for, ravioli. But that lets motherfuckers know, hey, man, don't, hey, man. Look, 100%. Look here, you ever see somebody at the bar with that? You're like, I'm not messing with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, I might have to just start marketing, like, my own product, like little clip-ons. Like, <laughs> you know, you, if you ain't there yet, pimping. If you that's ain't not there a bad yet. idea. You ever seen guys with the with the headgear on, like, to prevent that? Headgear to prevent Yeah, it's like wrestlers wear it, but some guys in jiu-jitsu will wear it, too. Oh, like that little, uh, like, yeah. oh, what mm-hmm. wrestlers be wearing. Yeah, the exact same thing. You can make your own. Hey. Hey. Well, I wear the singlet to be, to the bedroom. You know, my <laughs> old lady, she liked to see me in the little wrestling singlet. Oh my you know God. what I'm saying? Because that's where all my little stuff, you know, on display. You know what I'm talking about? You can make so your own leotards, too. I had to get mine's tailor-made, player. You know. I'm going to just not comment here. So back to the cauliflower ears. <laughs> so he's absolutely right. That's one of those things where it's like. Your name's not Chingo Blingo with the big tamarindo for no reason. You know hey. Oh. Come on. Man. <laughs> that's teamwork right there. Hey. <laughs> that's a, that's a help right there. Don't make me. Hey, don't make me blush <laughs> on the radio. So like the cauliflower ears thing. So you, calcification. Mm-hmm. From, so you're saying if I rock the ghee mm-hmm. a little bit more. I thought it happened from the mat. Because I'll be going in early and just rubbing my ear on the mat. <laughs> that's, that's how you're going to get MRSA. Yeah. What's that? A rash? Yeah, like a, like a it's staph like infection. A, it's like a... That's why I always tell you, like, when you get off the mat, get the... I always tell them, like, go to get hand sanitizer, rub it on your feet, rub mm-hmm. it on your hands. I used to... When I used to go, that's the first thing I did. Get off the mat, I'd get hand sanitizer, rub my feet, rub my hands, like rub my ears. It? I mean, you got, you're trying to get home, but I don't want to touch my steering wheel and i've had all that how common is that very common yeah i mean i urban jungle does a very good job of cleaning their stuff i mean i I see them you know i've seen them do it but i'm just saying i'm just i didn't want to catch it especially as a female you don't want to catch that shit i mean males a little nut rash on your ear yeah so i just immediately like and there's products for that like uh, there's a lot of popular jujitsu companies. I have a friend that has a company where it's just for to prevent staff and MRSA. What is it? Clothing? Uh, no, it's a soap. So certain soaps. Rash guards. Certain soaps for oh, okay. like post training to wash you know certain your body. Soap. Yeah, oh. specifically What's for in that. It? A lot of uh, a lot of tea tree oil. A lot of. Um, man, see, they want to sponsor the podcast, man. Or I'll holler at a little for, sample for real. Yeah, actually, I might have some samples for you. Yeah, let them know I'm working up to black belt. <laughs> Dang, not even already. Brown. I'm he not worried. Skipped all that, not even a stripe. Honestly, no, not even a stripe. People ask me all the time, like, like man, you know, so man, so you, you know, when you gonna go test for that belt? I'm like, look, man, I'm two weeks in. I, I be missing class all the time. <laughs> um, but to me, it ain't about but the belt. We're belts. going tonight. Well, we're going to the fighter, fighter conditioning, conditioning class. Shout out to tonight. my boy Daniel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to climb that little rope. Um, Can you really climb the rope? If this is what happens, <laughs> usually we do like look. Usually, I've been to two of these. Uh, it's like circuits, so it might be like, all right, look, 
these are your stations, right? So it's like burpees over here. Um, you got a dummy on the ground, like beat the shit out this dummy until, until the next thing. And then you jump around kettlebell swings or whatever, or sprint, whatever ropes. Usually this rope is like, tour, it's like eighth round. By then I'm kind of gassed. You know, I'm like <laughs> McGregor in the fifth. And, um, and by then it's kind of like, you know, I got these, my little hands are kind of soft. Like I jammed my finger. That was my first injury. I jammed my finger, my wedding ring. It's, it's kind of not fitting too good. Look at this. You know what I'm saying? It's that jujitsu. Show the camera. That's real swollen right there. Yeah. This jujitsu life, baby. But no, I'm not worried about the belts. I'm not worried about the belts. Uh, I'm not in it for that. You know, I'm not a poser. You know, I'm this for the long haul. Hey. You know. Jiu-jitsu is fun. Are I you doing it. it again? No. We, we we have to take turns. It's either he oh, goes or right, I go. Right. You know, we have a baby now. It's not like we can go anymore. But um, because I like to go to the fighter conditioning class this is the night where i asked the babysitter if she can stay late so we can both go so nice. wednesday nights i use her so that i can well in addition to us having the podcast because we need someone to watch her. while we record. do this we're going to record i asked her to stay late so that we can go to the fighter conditioning class so that's what i'm doing right now and that, that'll be fine until we kind of can get until like because because she doesn't mind if your child comes as long as they're sitting there like entertained because sometimes i would have to bring mickey with me if he was working or had to go to the studio at night, she sits on her iPad and just sits there, but she's also older. Yeah. So she behaves. she behaves, you know? So all I do is bring her headphones, her iPad. She sits there patiently. Chill for an hour. Chills for an hour. And then, you know, we're done. Penny's not, not at that age yet. Although she's cool. Like she's laid back, but not, I'm not. Oh, I think we're putting her in something. Penny, she's, she's about to be four months, but uh, she's about to start violin classes. <laughs> <laughs> we planned Swimming. her future for her. Like She's I don't give a damn her. if you want to learn this guitar or not. Like I don't give a damn. Like you take, you're learning how to swim. You're learning like buku shit. You're gonna be the. You ever seen a documentary Trophy Kids? No. So on Netflix, it's about all those parents that like push their kids to be like the Andre Agassi's and the Serena Williams of the world. Well, I, I'm not worried about like well, baby, we're going to Olympics, you know, or or like yeah, scholarship or two might be cool but honestly i look like i'm here i am 39 in a karate class you know it sounds like when when nas dissed jay-z like you 36 in the karate class negro please you know mustache having uh what do you say well uh, whiskers like a rat compared to beans you whack oh that hip hop songs oh that hurt hurt jay-z's soul after that but um i look back i look at it like my parents they signed me up to like a piano class they took me to one after that, they're like, ah, it's too far. It's hectic. Shit's hectic, son. You know, look, man, we immigrants. We're immigrants. This is Houston. You know, we don't know who's going to be president. Long story short, you can't go to piano class. So that kind of fucked me up. My swimming ain't all that. So I just want to make sure. It's not all that. It's not all that. I just want to make sure my kid. We had a little argument um, in uh, Italy because he didn't want to get in the ocean. And I'm just like, she are kinda you like for peer real? Pressured me. We're out I'm here like, no, in I'm Italy. Cool. What are the chances you'll ever the island get of to Capri. swim in the island of Capri? And you're not gonna swim in the. Island? I I don't. I'm not afraid to swim. You know what I'm saying? So, he's, you see, this wasn't fear induced. This wasn't a fear induced. Uh, and decision. I'm like, are you serious? And I was like, look, the ten year old. I was like, look, the ten year old isn't feeling it right now, and I'm gonna sit here and supervise the ten year old while all the adults and the other kids are in the water. And you know what I realized later is that the salt level in that um in that part of the water or whatever is so high that you float like a motherfucker but in my mind when i finally did get um peer pressured and fine <laughs> fine give me the life jacket give me the life jacket 
Just stop yeah, fucking harassing me. You swear I went no life jacket for a little bit. I don't remember that. Yeah, you. you kinda... I think I had the life jacket the whole time. But um, we like went towards like this little cave thing. I kept looking like, okay, the boat's still there. And I just don't want to get too far from the boat because anxiety kicks in. It's like, all right, I'm going to get tired. Like I'm already feeling this burn. I'm probably going to get out of breath pretty soon. I need to get close to the boat. Uh, but we did it. I was proud of us, you know, me and the 10-year-old. So the point is, is the four-month old, we're going to, like, she's going to be so confident in so many different aspects. Like, bullying, <laughs> that ain't even going to be a thing. Yeah. This little girl, you know what I'm saying? She's going to throw them kicks. Uh, she's going to know how to headbutt people, like arm bars, all triangles, you know, all that shit. She's going to keep a rash somewhere <laughs> just to let motherfuckers know. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to have the cauliflower ears. Mija, ponte el clip para que se mire. Speaking of that, it's funny because um, as we spoke about last time for Halloween, because of the religion, again, I've always loved to dance, right? And so we weren't allowed to dance. You were in the dancing religion? <laughs> we weren't allowed to dance in our whole religion thing, right? So anyway, when I went into high school, I was like, oh, my God, there's a dance team. This is my opportunity, you know. So I like go to the dance class and the teacher's like, all right. You know, I'm like, how hard can it be? I've got rhythm. I know I, know I can do dance. I know how to do, you know, the all the urban, rabbit. you know, <clears throat> dances. So I'm be straight. And so she's like, all right, ladies, uh, I need y'all to get in second position. I'm like, fuck is that? I'm like looking around so confused and so i'm like watching what they're doing so i do it okay uh, a leap shall say and i'm like what all this vocabulary is all this vocabulary i went home that day crying pissed at my parents and i'm like it is your fault that i was in class today and i had no idea what was being said what is going on no i want to i'm gonna end up moving it because see how it's pointing this way i need to put that hook on that side, so it comes so it straight at you. this way. Yeah, okay, I swear in my better? chin. I swear so Okay. So go on. So you were crying. So with anyway, I was crying. I was pissed. I told my mom off. My mom thought it was hilarious. She's like, what's the problem? Can't you just go sign yourself up for some classes? And I'm like, okay, so if you knew that I wanted to do this forever and ever, why didn't you, you know, sign me up? It's just like, I have to go to work. Like, who's going to take you? So anyway, to make a long story short, I signed myself up for classes. Luckily... My high school was here in like a shopping center around the corner. There was a, a dance studio there. And so then I signed up and I started taking my little ass to the dance classes. So before I ever took ballet, I, had, I took a private ballet class just to help shape my feet. So the first 30 minutes of my class, my teacher would just kind of push my feet forward. So it's kind of like doing this the whole time. And it's to start kind of having the little arch on your foot. I'm so behind now. I'm 14 years old. This is something they do for kid, for little girls. When you're three, you start you start shaping and doing all that as a little girl, you know? So it's like I'm the oldest girl in the class, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to play catch up, you know, with everyone. So it kind of sucked. Luckily, I made the drill team, you know what I'm saying? But it was like because I had to like hurry up and do these classes to be able to understand what a leap was, what a chasse was, what, you know, first position, fifth position, any of those things were because, you know, I never knew. And I don't want that to happen to Penny. Like, I don't I'm not saying she needs to be good at everything, you know, but I just don't want her to go in there clueless. Like, well, it, it's like uh, it's a luxury to be able to have parents that are like up on game and encourage and cultivate an environment to where, hey, you know, you're going to be confident in so many aspects of your life because you're going to be comfortable in water, you know, comfortable on your back in case the fight goes to the ground. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Comfortable in the ocean. Or if you are on a trip to Mexico and you're going to Cenote and, and it don't have I a, have the funniest picture of him. <laughs> I've a, pushed him in because he refused to swim there And it well. was dark. It was at night. It you was not see. at night. It's just dark in the cenote. It's a cave, so it's it's dark. Underwater you can't ancient see cave, at and the they bottom. kept saying they kept saying little slick shit. The 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 tour guide was saying like, ha ha ha. We really don't know how deep it is actually. And they were like, they say they used to like throw like sacrifice bodies down there. <laughs> and, and here's the part that threw me off. So I'm in there, and I'm on the little string. I'm on the rope, about you know three feet away from the edge. And when it's time to okay, I've had enough. I did it. You know, my, my imagination is telling me how dark and deep and how many bodies it's time to get out. And I'm like, wait, where's the swimming pool stair? Like, where's the ledge, like concrete swimming pool? And it's just like slimy. I'm thinking something's going to grab my foot like a little, <laughs> like a little like sacrifice. Virgen. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, it was like slimy and shit. I didn't have no little like uh, Crocs on and nothing like yeah, that. Crocs, yeah. Like, exactly. like what are those little shoes for yeah, the water, water shoes? shoes yeah. I didn't have water shoes. My feet were touching the slime. And uh, it's hard to get out. You have to like climb out and shit. Yeah. You know, this is before jujitsu, before I was an athlete. Um, are you a thrill seeker? Me? Yeah. No. I didn't think. Yeah. No. You are a thrill seeker. Yeah, I am. I'm, I, Bro. But, but, I, but you know what's weird? I just, I just told Pete about that the other day. I'm like I'm all I'm all about the highest roller coaster. She's a, she's a trail seeker. You know that's how she found me. <laughs> highest roller coaster what? Bro? And so I'm all you know before I'd be down. Now it's like, oh my god, how is that thing made? Is it gonna hold me up? What if it like breaks down while it's like at the very at the highest? How are we gonna get? Like now it's those are the thoughts that I have, and I have no idea if it's just because I'm 37 now. But back then, I wouldn't have cared about. Is it gonna break down on us? Is it gonna, yeah, it was like whatever. Let's do it. Let's no, do it. No, like again. pros and cons. Like yeah, and there's Jingo's like analyzes it yeah, all. Yeah, analyzes it all. It depends. I'm with you though. I'm it with depends, you. Depends. You know. Yeah, no, I'm not a scaredy cat. My mom used to always tell me, she's like, "You think you're, you know, you're like, basically, you think you're a savage or what? Like nothing's ever gonna happen to you." I think, but I, but as I've gotten older, I realize like I'm a, a lot more cautious. Like. Ooh, well, so now they parents. Fall, like, yeah. Who's gonna raise this baby? Yeah. And now I feel like if I fall and I break something, I'm not gonna recover as quickly as I would if I were 27 as opposed to 37. Although I stay pretty active and athletic, you know. So I'd like to think that I probably would bounce back. Y'all the type All to right. go like zip lining if you're no. no I would cool. zip line. Scuba diving, deep sea kind of fishing. Deep I've done sea, deep sea fishing. Well, in coast, I'm just not. Okay, well, I'm not good. Skydiving, no, not skydiving. No. But I have done um, what's considered cliff jumping, paragliding. Base. Oh, base. Wow. So yeah, I've done it. Jumping. So um, it's a your paraglide. I'm not. I wasn't. It is paragliding, but I wasn't like the one where you're like laying down. I actually was sitting. Hmm. So I did it in California in San Diego, and so you have someone in the back of you, and basically it's like you run together off the cliff. And you just like jump off and you're just kind of like gliding. So it was pretty cool. So shout out to Albuquerque and the Sandia Mountains. We uh, we did some shows out there at the casino. One of the days we had some free time in the day. So I was like, all right, well, you bored? She had just flown in. I asked the, the people in the front, hey, so like, what is there to do around here? They're like, oh, the Sandia Mountains are really cool. There's a tramway. It's really nice. It, the views are scenic. <laughs> Unfortunately, she was right there and she overheard everything. Otherwise, I wouldn't have told her. So I was like, well, maybe it's far. It's probably cold. Like, I guess, you know. So we go and um, 
the the driver on the way up there, the Uber driver. We're like, oh, you're from here, sir. You ever been on the tramway up to the Sandia Mountains? He's like, oh, no, no, no. I've never mustered up the courage to... Um, <laughs> I don't like, you know, that the yeah. little cart might be shaky. So we bought our tickets. We got on that little cart. And we've been on a tramway before. But, um, yeah, before you know it, like, you're pretty fucking high up there. And they're like, okay, we're almost halfway there. I kept telling him, look down. He's like, hell no. After a while, man, my palms got a little sweaty. And there's this, like, um, little Eiffel Tower looking thing where the cables rest on. And as you go over it, they say, uh, all right, you're going to feel a slight sway and <laughs> a little bit of a. So you're up in, like, 10,000 feet. And they're like, we're up 10,000 feet or 7.8 seconds. That's another way to look at it. Like, that's how long it would take for you to fall. And then he says, uh, long enough to take a selfie, not long enough to upload it. <laughs> so this dude, how many of those cart rides does he do a day? Yeah, for and he sure. does the same material. And uh, I think it took 15 minutes for that little cart to, like, go up. And as you start to get up, up, the view is pretty crazy. And then it gets real still and silent, like right before it parks. And that's when you feel like, here's the fucking drop. This is it. We're about, this is it. It's a roller coaster. We're about to drop. But uh, when you get out, the views are cool. Um, some of these little badass kids were like leaning up on shit, like looking now over. Now that was making me nervous because they're running around. They're just, shit, it, it's, you're kind of, you fall over. That's it's it. a wrap. You're done. And like there, all there is is that's this the, wooden fence that's the that end goes of that like, chapter. now that made me nervous. Being in the actual little cable, cable cart. cart didn't scare me because I'm kind of protected. I kind of felt like, I mean, you fall, you, that's your ass anyway. But at least like I felt like there was a bubble. At least no one can hear you, you scream. Know? Yeah, right. <laughs> ah! But that it was like these little kids fit through the little crack of the Whoa, of the you know basically. fence, and I was just like. We're the mom and dad over there making out. They're making out. Jaden, vente acá. I'm like, Aiden, ma'am, your son is about to fall. Like, he's just like standing up looking like this, like on the ledge of the, you know, rail. He's just like looking. I'm like, I kept telling him, I was like, oh my God, that's making me so nervous. I wish his parents would just stop kissing for a minute keep and just keep an kids. eye on your kid real quick is that where you were grabbing onto the rail i think you yeah. posted a picture yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was legit i turned around that wasn't even like planned and taken for instagram you know he, anxiety. he laughed he laughed after when he caught me then he was like trying to make it seem like, like it was I a joke purpose. like he did it on purpose hey, zoom in on the but hand. I, I, I was like this and let then me I make see, it sweaty i see his hand like this like just gripped and i'm like is that his hand no way i'm like i've got to catch this and i just like turned around slowly to film him because i thought it was hilarious well yeah now i think next time we go to albuquerque next year uh to that casino i think next time we should hike it because the hike, like when we got to the top and we started going like reverse, like going down. And the only reason we stopped is uh, we that was have, a workout. No, it was a workout. Was why did we stop? Well, we got There was no more trail. Remember, we couldn't. It kind of was, but I think we didn't have the right shoes. You, know? you had to ride that back down, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. How was the ride back down? Yeah, it was a lot better because, you know, you're going you're getting closer <laughs> to the goal. And then the restaurant down there. Ugh. It was whack. They mm. had like this one little restaurant at the base of the thing. It was thing. so gross. Mm. We were so hungry though. It was one of those things where we were like, couldn't even okay, really. Okay, well. There but it just that. makes you wonder like, man, okay, so this little like bison burger thing, like, have y'all. Did, did someone taste, taste it? it? Like, do you, when y'all came up with this little mix, like the aioli, saw all this bullshit, like, have y'all, like, what, what do y'all think? Didn't it have something random in it, baby? We were like, who puts that in a burger? It had something random in it, know, didn't man. it? 
Yeah, it was really weird. That's how I know I'm getting old. I just be bitching about Luke. I was going to say, are y'all like, are y'all foodies? Or like, do y'all like specific? I just, I just sometimes like expect more. Like I, I would take pride. Like if I was serving food to people, I just feel like it's one of those things like, man, pay attention to the detail and, or even like service. Sometimes like, uh, I remember one time in, um, in, uh, Orlando, we're doing a gig at the improv and it's in this big entertainment complex. And there was like this Greek restaurant, like all the restaurants, they're like tourist traps. Like it was just a lot of tourists down there. So we chose one, I believe it was, um, I think it was me, Javi and Midnight. We chose one and the service was slow and I had ordered like an appetizer. It was taking forever. I'm seeing it sit at the fucking counter and they're just all kind of like chit chatting. I finally just said, all right, man, I'm getting too old for this shit. I got up and just went and grabbed my shit. And the manager saw and they got all like, why was there some guy? Why is there some guy going up there? And whose table is that? And da, da, da. I was getting impatient, man. I ain't got time to, to, to dilly dally. Nickel and dime. I ain't got time to. Nickel I ain't got and time dime. to nickel and dime. I would say we are foodies. We try a lot of food and we try a lot of stuff. Yeah, when yeah. you traveled like that, you have yeah, a palate do. that most people don't. Yeah, we. I'm gonna say we do. We're we're very open to food. I think. Yeah, palate, palate, yeah. palate wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you got the palate. Yeah, that's a good word. Like, uh, I was talking to one of the comics last night. Uh, he's been to uh, Tanzania, like oh, in wow. Africa. He did a safari out there, and uh, with, with his I think his mom or something. And um, we're talking about like overseas, like going to other countries and shit. And I was telling him about like China and and shit like that and the food. And so that was, that's one thing we do. Like uh, we did Italy, believe it or not, you will get tired of pizza and pasta, pizza and just bread. It was way too much. It's like nothing. It was, it was crazy. Cause I think, I think we talked about this, baby, when we came back. Didn't we do a, a Back from Italy podcast? Probably. We might. I don't remember, but nevertheless, uh, we were looking for meat. This we protein. Just like, can we protein. get some scrambled eggs? They're like, what the fuck is that? We put eggs in our pastries. Yeah. We use eggs to bake. What yeah, are you talking not about? Not scrambled eggs. And we finally, like, in Rome, we found a little spot that said, like, American breakfast, where you can finally get you, like, some fucking bacon and some eggs. And well, then you're we looking got for the just chicken, like, yeah, remember? you're looking for like, man, I just want like some chicken, something. Because everything. Mickey was so happy, and that's Miss Carbs. Like she yeah. loves carbs, and even she was like, I need some protein. Like, like can we tenders. find some chicken somewhere? Meatball, something. Did yeah. y'all feel any different? I always hear that their, uh, their, I guess their bread and stuff isn't as it doesn't make you feel as inflamed or as heavy as in America. Well, er- everything in general in uh, Italy um, compared to America, you could tell. Their shit is still a little bit more like, like their agriculture is still very like um, organic. In a way, it's still very old school. It's yeah. still very old country, and their tradition like they're about their olive oil, they're about their wine, like um, and about their pastries. They're about their pastries. So the point I'm trying to make is, they're not gonna let it get all like how America is. America is the land of like, hey man, we're gonna put some high fructose Shortcuts. corn syrup, mm. like. Uh, I want to do some research on high fructose corn syrup because I heard uh, one of the presidents like there was wartime and there was a surplus of corn and he was like y'all need to figure out how we're going to do with all this corn and I believe it was wartime soldiers were away and they're like well we can make the syrup out of it and we can just hide it basically mm-hmm. like the Coca-Cola is not going to have cane sugar anymore we're going to put high fructose corn syrup and they just hide it in cereals and they're just putting it in everything so I feel like uh, Italy's Tradition kind of reminds me of Mexico. It's kind of like old school. I don't think they would allow so much Western influence. Like, 
Sure, you could find a subway and a McDonald's. Don't get me wrong. There's touristy spots. But for the Wait, most part. Wait, did we see one though? In Rome, there has to be. There has to be in Rome. There's got to be a part. If they had a subway at the fucking Great Wall of China. Did they really? Yeah, they had a Burger King. They had a <laughs> they subway. Didn't, I didn't see anything American though in Italy now that we're talking about Not it. as much, but like we went to Venice, like we rode the train. Um, so my point is they're still very like old world. Mm. And, and I like that because who the fuck wants to just see a whole bunch of chilies and Home Depots everywhere? It's like, bro, that's what we're trying to get away from, man. Like we want to see some different shit. Yeah. Not just everything's cookie, cookie cutter. cutter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had any other topics, man? Any other topics? Uh, Do you guys want to touch on the election at all? Yeah, I'm not gonna get too deep into politics, but um, yeah, I don't as really we like know, to discuss that, but I do love because motherfuckers all the be getting butthurt, dog. Yeah, but but shout out to all the women that got uh, yeah. elected. So over a hundred women are and, in the and house trans, now, and a transgender, right? That's Is what I heard on NBC. Judge? Yeah, are you sure there's? Are you sure it's not like a open gay governor? There was an openly gay governor as well. I'm gonna double check while you're talking. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff like diversity galore. Yeah, um, so that's for sure. That's usually got to. Depending on if they, um, damn, that's just ringing. <laughs> I mean, depending on the policies that people stand behind, depending on do they really enforce and do they really get all that shit approved, mm-hmm. um, then it's more reason to like applaud them. As long as ain't none of them on some bullshit, you know. So hey, I'm a clap for you because you're a female and you did something, but don't and be I'm, on no um, bullshit. I'm actually giving a discount uh, today, ten percent, ten percent off. The Muhet shirt I just released. Her apparel. Her apparel. TX dot com. Her apparel. TX dot com. Yeah. It's it's like it's streetwear, but it's like what? It's girl power streetwear. Yeah, girl power streetwear. Right, that's what I want it to be. I like the little slogan. (laughs) I fucks with that. Yeah, it's girl power streetwear. I just want all women to feel empowered, whether you're a stay at home mom, or you know you're a working mom. Right. What if they consider themselves a bad bitch? Then there's a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code is Mujer. Mujer. Promo so, yeah. code Mujer. And you're getting a free sticker, too. A free Mujer sticker before awesome. I put them on for sale. So, awesome. And I'm going to be dropping my um, other design. I think I'm going to drop it on. Uh, right now, I've made up my mind that I'm going to drop it on Black Friday. Cool. And that should be interesting. So, uh, Christine Halquist. Sorry to interrupt. She didn't win. Or, Yeah. Uh, lost in Vermont, but was the first transgender to run for governor. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yesterday was big, man. Like, while I was at open mic, it was still happening, and um, a lot of people were not too happy about uh, Ted Cruz. So, check this out. I, um, I stopped. I was a little early for the uh, open mic thing. So, there was a smoke shop down the street. I needed a new little grinder, little grinder thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know these things came so state-of-the-art. But when I tell you this was a good investment, this is such a nice <laughs> he came up, he was fucking like, grinder. A, he's like, yeah, look, it's even a magnet. The guy sold like, me. Oh, my God. You're so excited. The about guy this sold me on it. it. It's amazing. I think I think it's Santa Cruz brand. And whew, whew, this motherfucker is off the chain. But uh, anyway, I'm in there buying that. And the guy's giving me details. And he's two Republican looking dudes. I don't want to stereotype. I don't want to um, typecast these motherfuckers. But, you know, they had the little they had that look. Like, where your tiki torches at, bro? Like, they had, like, the little dress shirt. Help me describe this. Like, the dress shirt rolled up. You know what I'm talking shorts about, Rob? Come on, Rob. Spirits. Don't act like, come on, Rob. The shorts and spirits. You guys. be out there in Sugar Land. You yeah, man. On. We call them all Brads. They're okay, all Brad. Brads. The, the frat brothers. They had the little, you know. And they came in there buying, like, some papers or some shit. And I'm like, I feel like saying, man, who's winning right now? Like, when are we going to legalize all this? 
How you, you know, know they weren't voting for someone? They might thing. have, but like again, I'd hate to typecast, but I almost felt like, hey man, I almost felt like, hey, uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is for tobacco. <laughs> it's kind of like what I felt like I had to say. Like this is this is strictly for tobacco purposes. Uh, we know it ain't legal yet because you know who y'all voted for. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I'm not I'm not a I don't know too much about Ted Cruz, but um, from the <laughs> Michael Rappaport on Instagram went off on him just saying, like, you fucking spineless. Like, you know. Jimmy Kimmel just kept tweeting shit about Ted Cruz. Shit about Ted Cruz. It's funny. Insulting him the entire time. And then. And then Trump was on there. Um, I guess this guy was, uh, man, I, I don't need, because I just try not to be too much. And I forgot what he, the guy from CNN was asking. I'm just trying not to be put on the FBI list. That's why, you and, know, don't you uh, talk bad about my president. And so I guess he was kind of like asking a question that Trump didn't want to oh, answer. Oh, uh-huh. And he he kind of signaled I'm to the girl good, who right? was the, the mic handler person. And the girl, so so this is your mic, right? And the girl's like doing this to him, to like who? to the to the guy who's asking the question to the president. He's and trying she, to ask Trump a question. And yeah, she's and she's like mic? hitting the mic uh-huh. so that she so that he can stop asking the question because the president kept saying, "I'm not going to answer your question. I'm not going to answer mm. your question." She kneels down and finally she's like, "Somebody." He's like, "Take the mic." And she manages to take the mic, puts gives it to the next person, oh, yeah. and so you know, basically, it's like seeing. I don't know why CNN has you working for them. They you know they should fire you. Basically, like the next guy kind of like piggybacked to his comment and was like well actually i think he's a very good reporter he's like yeah well i don't like you either you know Jeez. and so everybody in the audience i mean in you know in the audience started laughing but you know he kind of giggled too and then i just stopped watching after that but i mean sometimes the media can be full of shit because what's happening these days is um the internet changed everything so they're having to rely upon clickbait type articles in order to get that response from you. And there's, there's this thing called Facebook now. So like shit that don't get fact checked on both sides, whether they're pro Trump or anti Trump, they they both just start getting clicked. And it, it might be some dude in Malaysia somewhere to just doing a picture, even, uh, even with like a lot of the left liberal folks, like um, the picture of the uh, school bus with the little, it was like a jail bus but it had little car seats it was around the time that they had the kids with the aluminum foil mm-hmm. and um and, and it was a picture uh it was a cat from uh, i think the houston chronicle he tweeted it and I, I i was like oh my god what the fuck is this happening in my little emotional response i'm like retweeting the shit and then i start getting hit up about all these bots all these like russian bots that are like do your fucking fact check almost like they probably did it on purpose but long story short the image was misleading it was from like another year. You see what I'm saying? You see it's what like I'm 2015, right? It was it just was something, like something that had, like it was really like a old, prototype. Yeah. They were trying, yeah. it was for something else. I don't know. But my point is that I, it's dangerous to say like the press is the enemy of the people. That's very dangerous to say because the press is supposed to serve the role of keeping motherfuckers in check. You know, they're supposed to be an ally to the people. And, you know, but at the same time, some news do be a little bit fake and mm-hmm. sensationalized and biased and set up so that, all right, we're cutting a commercial. So there's a lot of business involved. But, I just um, remember what the whole argument was about something about the Russian investigation. Okay. That's and what the was he, were about? that was, it was like, are you going to, you know, cause they're going to open that back up. Cause you know, it's like all of the Democrat that kind of like took over house and all that. So they're going to open up all these investigations again and question him about it. If I'm not mistaken, but that's what I know right argument. now our comments are getting lit up because 
there's a lot of like Mexicans that work in the oil fields and shit that are, like keep the fields running. Yeah, and keep and, the state red. And when ABC News, because I follow them on Instagram, posted that Ted Cruz won again, uh-huh. the comments were insane. Like the comments left on the picture. It was heated. And yeah, so you're right. A lot of people that work in the oil and gas, mm-hmm. you know, were like keep the fields keep, rolling. Yes, keep exactly. Digging. And, and then that's it was how like, they could keep. Making one the of money. them was like, bitch, you live in a red state. You know, it's like, you know, kind of like, take it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, keep it, it red. It, yeah, keep it red. You know, it's what it is. You know, you either, if you don't like it, well, get the fuck out I of mean, Texas. I was right. like, damn. Well, I kind of want, I mean, I kind of want weed to be legal and, you know, shit like that. But um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, Some people say Bethel might run for president. Um, he yeah. got the Beyonce cosign, you know. So if I had the Beyonce, if co-sign, I had the Beyonce cosign, I'd you know, do anything. Shit. I she couldn't turn it blue though. I wouldn't just run for president. If I had the Beyonce cosign, we we promote. I got a single, <laughs> a tour. I got a tour, podcast, podcast, tour, merch, clothing line, uh, bobbleheads. You know what? What don't we have with the Beyonce cosign? <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, I think I think we're just in one of those situations where um, people want hope. Mm-hmm. People, you know, Bethel's a hell of a speaker. He's charismatic. He ran a marathon against Ted. Like, he went to all 256 counties. He was, like, the underdog. Obviously, we saw Ted go back and forth with uh, Trump. Used to call him Lion Ted. And then he became Beautiful Ted, you know, now that they're on the same team. But, again, I try not to get too involved with religion and politics. Yeah, same here. I like to stay neutral and keep my comments to myself. We talk about it at home. I just keep my wine and my weed to myself. (laughs) I just go to jujitsu class, hit the open mic. The last few minutes of our feed froze on on Facebook, just so listeners know. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is it because, like, batteries are low or anything like that? No, they seem good. They're still on, but the feed's frozen. Huh. But we're an hour in. Cool. Okay. Man, I want to hit one of those cryotherapy. You still got the cryotherapy thing? I got the hookups at places whenever you're ready. Oh, shout out to which which spot is it? Uh, you can go to Plex on the Beltway. You can go to... Uh, uh, Sugarland? Yeah, one Sugarland. And there's uh, Restore and iCryo. Those are like three around Houston you can So people trust. who don't know what cryo is, why don't you tell them a little bit? I just need to try it. Yeah, it's like an ice bath. Have you, have you ever in your history, Ooh. no ice baths? So instead oh, of doing an there. ice bath, no tub of like, you know, trough of water and ice, you get into Ooh. a chamber that's filled with liquid nitrogen vapor Ooh. it's like an up upright tanning bed you step in there you're in your undies gloves socks slippers and it pretty much like hang gloves, like mittens like mittens with uh so only only parts that are supposed to extremities stay warm. right okay got because it. The, the blood's drawn out of those sure. extremities mm-hmm. and into your core and that process lets the blood become reoxygenized and it gets more nutrients so that when you come out you'll like thaw out and you get this uh, rush of fresh red blood cells that helps with the inflammation. So the joint pain, the muscle pain, but also things with like autoimmune disorders like uh, fibromyalgia, Lyme disease, rheumatoid arthritis. It helps a lot of those autoimmune disorders. Ah. Yeah. Are you going to try it? Does it help with jujitsu? Is going to make my yeah. ears come in? Definitely not. It's going to prevent that, which is what you want. So that's yeah, on the bucket know. list. I don't know that I could try that. I just kind of feel. I, like... I want to do it just for the grand. Well, and then wonder what it, that would do to someone who breastfeeds, though. I thought mm. she was gonna say your wee wee. <sighs> you can't do it if you're pregnant, but he could do it after. I'm not pregnant. Though. That's what I'm saying. You, I, you I may look like I'm nah, still pregnant, but I'm not hey, pregnant. <laughs> at the last night. Whoa. <laughs> this boy be telling all our business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like keeping it real, Facebook. You never know. Again, insert. There's a reason why they call you Chingo Blingo with the big thumb. I'm saying, hey, first yeah. try. All my babies, first try. 
That's all I make. First try babies. Um, so yeah, all right. We covered politics, cryotherapy, <laughs> yeah, jujitsu, love life, my cauliflower ears. How how do you think uh, we should run this little comp- contest to get feedback? Like uh, what tour they name. would name the tour name. How could we do that, Rob? What do you think we should do? Uh, mm, that's a good question. So I don't have top of my head. In the comments know. or something. In the like comments, in the be comments, a good one. Should we do that? Instagram we, contest, you know. So should we first post about it, right? Like maybe post about it on your Instagram and Facebook, and then when we go live again for the podcast, can should that's when we announce like so we have a week for people to submit their. Think of a prize. Yeah. Think of some kind of prize. Too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we have office work to do after this. Yeah, they could be so, on the list. Yeah. Yeah. I like it though. So, tell yeah. the fans, you know, submit, submit your. Uh, okay. If you're watching, you so know? yeah, if you're watching or listening, and uh, you know, we're looking for a tour name for 2019. I'm gonna have some new material. It's a whole new tour. We're gonna unveil a whole list of cities. Uh, maybe some fresh merch, little logo, like the whole look of it, everything about it. We're gonna do a whole nother run. So although I have off time right now, we're gearing up to fucking hit it hard in 2019. You know, I might not be a white belt no more. It'll be my fifth year in comedy, which flew. It'll be five years in August oh, coming guess, up. So blue belt years. time. It's yeah. blue belt time That's in comedy. Blue, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What, blue belt? Blue belt? Oh, yeah. shit. It's the next In one, comedy, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get the little ears. Basically. <laughs> uh, You've got one little... Yeah, but in the mi- in the meantime, I'm hitting these open mics, working out new material. But uh, we- we're going to need, it's going to, for you know it, it's January, and it's going to be time to let people know. It's crazy how long it takes to be able to, because I've been working on the tour, believe it or not, since about August-ish, September. So, yeah, it's taken September, August, September, October, we're in November, so about three and a half months and it's going back and forth with people. Can we confirm this day? Can we not reach out to other cities? I'm excited to announce the new cities we get to be in. But it, it's awesome because um, I was telling her the other day, there's so many differences between like my, my music days, my, you know, being young and just being like a underground mixtape type of type of dude. And now like touring comedian, I'm on some other shit, you know, <laughs> jujitsu. Um, but one of the main differences is like, like now when people see me, they're like, oh, man, you know, uh, congrats on the tour. So you're taking time off. Like when are you going to hit it again? And in music, if you would have asked me that, it's like, oh, what what time off? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like gearing back to prepare for another run to like take a step back for another sprint or a marathon. That wasn't really the thing, because it's like, hey, if a promoter calls and they want me in, uh, you know, Florida and at the end of November, then, hey, we're paying bills. We know where daddy's going. Or if it's December, or it's like, I don't know where I'm going to be January. Like, this thing might go through, it might not. But with the comedy tour, it's like, no, 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 your schedule, you're set. Like, we know where you're going to be. You know, you're going to have to get the word out. You got to show up and do your thing. So, what about What about um, a podcast um, episode doing, we should do maybe your transition from music or, into or telling podcasts. telling old music stories? Yeah, or tell old music stories of how the difference is. That probably would be good. I think some of yeah. your fans would like, love to hear about that. Like I, people, I would at least. I mean, I know I know because I actually know you from the music days. Yeah, but there's then, details you don't know. Like yeah. when, when uh, folks from Rap-A-Lot Records were like start to show up at some of my shows and like want to be like, hey man, just want to mm-hmm. come check you out. See, maybe we could do something. Or when P. Diddy wanted to sign me or when I had like Master P calling me on the phone while I'm about to walked the um, red carpet with Pitbull in Miami and I'm having to tell Pete, Master P is like, hey, so, oh, where are you right now? It's like, um, 
I'm in Miami doing this MTV thing, about to walk the red carpet. And that's when he was like, oh, okay, well, I'm actually looking for, like, a younger, hungrier, like, somebody that's more green. It sounds like you already have shit going on, so I don't think this would be a good fit. And I'm like, no, 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 wait. Like, <laughs> we still be friends, bro. Like, you're, like, one of, like, Master P, like, Jay Prince, uh, Tony Draper. These are some of, like, my biggest, well, Master P raps. The other two don't. But it's, like, these are some of my biggest inspirations period in the rap game just because they're bosses and they have labels and that whole side of it so mm -hmm. that that's that's the approach you know so yeah there's all kind of like details and, and stories yeah i think those would that would be pretty good because i always tell them that I, our story of, of how we negotiated the first contract is pretty cool comedy yeah the first comedy contract I thought that was a pretty good story. I think people should hear about it. You should so. sprinkle those old stories and then towards yeah. the end of the year, you're like, hey, here's a new tour coming out in yeah, January. exactly. Yeah, maybe even have a theme for an episode. Like, all right, today we're covering, like, kind of like the way Joe Rogan and them did the uh, the recap yeah. of their thing. Mm -hmm. Do a series. Try to have, I know uh, Joey Diaz, like one of my favorite podcasters, he did like one that was just about the first 10 years of comedy. It was just about a decade, like part oh, one. Wow. And he's telling stories or like, the Mitzi Shore episode, he's just telling like all his, just everything about her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or so the kidnap episode where he kidnapped the guy, yeah. put him in a trunk. <laughs> have you seen his new thing on Netflix? It's generous. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. But th those stories, like he's told them on po like his podcast, it's like an hour long or more of just that story. It, he's got, he's got stories for days. Yeah. And he remembers dates and names and times. I just yeah. tell you that. Yeah. I was it's like, the he knows exactly. It was October 2nd. Dude. Yeah. It's like, you know, Dang. Sheena Easton had just released a record. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how does he know? Like, and you were saying your dad was kind of like that, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's like that. He, yeah. he like prides on, on dates or whatever. Yeah, he remembers but, people's phone numbers and shit. Yeah. I was like, this guy knows exactly the date, what song was released, what what music, what, what style what he was, was in it. Exactly. I'm like, I can't say I remember yeah. anything that yeah. vivid. Yeah, it depends. So, yeah. Well, cool, well, man. We got any other any things to cover? Or are we gonna get to our office work? That's it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think. Let's do that. The framers are coming tomorrow. Oh, the framers are coming tomorrow I'm for sure. I promise you, I'm gonna have my man cave, my podcast. We're gonna start having guests. Uh, we, you know, we're about to uh, have Rob help us in different aspects of this. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe even get a couple sponsors going. But uh, but yeah, but the main thing is this, you guys, the listeners, that's what it comes down to. It's not about the sponsors, it's not about how fancy Subscribe. the studio is. If you like it, spread the word. Let us know what you like, what you want more of, less of. Uh, they're going to be like less of Chingo, um, more cauliflower. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate hanging out with you all. We want to just make it like every Wednesday type of thing. Spread the word. We're going to start uploading these to YouTube as well. We're getting the website. About mm -hmm. to get up and running with all the episodes. Um, you know. Are you going to make uh, merch for the podcast? Have you thought about that? Uh, no, I haven't really thought about it, but it might be cool to have like a cool item. Like yeah. A thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like a fanny pack or something. I don't know. Rogan already does that. Like um, shirt of the month idea. Maybe or mug maybe of the month. Shirt of the month. month. Something. Maybe something of yeah, the month. That's yeah. something that we need to cool. brainstorm. Yeah. Cool idea are those, uh, those trunks and boxes like Loot Crate, you know, Joy Crate. Those subscription boxes where you just sign up and we've talked oh that's a whole different i've talked about him. oh i talked love that idea that. remember i wanted you to have a subscription box that's like, like the best idea right now out 
uh, I had told you to do this with your Fedia merch. Okay. Remember? And you were like, well, well you, it's going to get. This is like office hard. hour. We're already getting into like yeah, office yeah, talk. Yeah. So describe what you were just saying. Trunk what? Yeah. So there's like, have you ever done anything for clothes? Women, my girl does it. Women love do, it. I don't no? do it just because um, I like to pick my own shit. Well, okay. subscription <laughs> so subscription type boxes. Yeah. So Random there's, shit. There's a big month. company out of Austin called, I think it's uh, like Joy, Joy Box or Joy Crate. And it's basically you go, it's kind of like an Etsy where you go and it's a specific type of product or whatever it is that you might like. Uh, like, let's just say mugs. It's a special like mug every month. Every first of the month, you get a box with like mug stuff. And Wait, Joy Crate is? Joy, yeah. It's, it's You basically go set up your own business on this and they you, they handle all the distribution. So you could do it that way where you, you get your own boxes from them. So if I subscribe to Joy Crate, I'm going to get, you said it's just coffee mugs? It could be whatever you want. Yeah. I pick a category. You, you create or? your own product. So if it's a shirt of the month, people can go there and sign up for Chingo shirt of the month and you can get, so you know. So it'd be like Chingo.JoyCrate. And sure. it's like. They're gonna basically almost like a big cartel, but a subscription version. Yes, yeah, but they ha- but they handle disseminating all the the stuff. Yeah, they people. can. You can. It's kind of like Amazon, like dropshipping will kind of do that, or you can do it on your own if it's on a smaller scale. But the idea is that people sign up for a three month subscription or a six month subscription or for a year up front, and then their just products go out every month. Yeah, it has to be sustainable. Like, yeah, you gotta have your. Shit it has to be order. some scalability, obviously. Mm-hmm. Have your shit in order. But it's fun. Like oh. uh, Brendan Shop's doing that with On It. They have the keto keto box. So the uh, coffee, the snacks, the nuts, the MCTs, and then they have Big Brown's, you know, keto box. I have a but, friend who is big on that keto yeah, diet. Yeah. But they're having to put different shit in there every month. And people uh, are just getting like different shit. Pretty much, yeah. Some For some of them, there are like surprises. Like it's this genre of product, but every month it's different. So the keto box, they're having to put keto type things and they're sourcing it. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're getting some cashews from the cashew company out of Austin. You're getting... Fucking CBD oil from X Y Z. Yeah, I would oh, rather. Wait, didn't you just say that we want to do the pinwheel? Oh, like some giveaways. Yes, yeah, like giveaways. Have thing. Like get people oh, cool with one. their brands who want you know who sponsor the or even the some podcast. stuff that I have like yeah. the aminos, the Jamaica flavored aminos, and and you know some of the stuff that's left from the merch, you know from the from the tour that you know mm-hmm. we yeah some giveaways. Yeah, some giveaways. Again, it's all about the fans, man. We just want to like spoil y'all. Yeah, because y'all are the reason. Everyone that's listening to this. It's the same shit I preach to rappers and comedians. Like the fans are the boss and that's what it all comes down to. Take care of them and they'll take care of you. Um, Shit. It's kept me around this long and I I appreciate the support and super blessed, man, to be able to go to all these cool cities and meet all these cool people. And you guys can be a part of it by helping us pick the tour name for 2019. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, a lot of big things coming. Thank you for subscribing. Spread the word. I am Chingo. Marisol. And Rob GTV. Nos vemos. Later. Chingo Boom por la mañana. El podcast de la raza.